Boys, is there anything, and like Chris said at the beginning of the podcast last week, this is not for seriousness. It's for fun stuff. Is there anything in your life that you regret not doing? Ooh. And we have a lot of life ahead of us. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> we all can do these things that we're probably going to say here, but is there anything that you look back and you're like, I, I wish I would have done that. Ooh, that's a big one. And I'm Oof. trying not to think too serious. So I'm trying, yeah. <laughs> that's what's making it difficult. Yeah. I'm trying to. Cause that's the thing. Don't not, don't go too crazy with it. But the thing for me that I always think about, and maybe I've told you guys this before or not, I don't know, but like, I always regret not studying abroad. That's a good one. Ooh. Like, and it's not even something that like, I don't like, cause if I go back to college and I think about it, it's like, no one ever talked about that. I never even heard one person that like I knew talk about it until it was like kind of too late. Like if I went and studied abroad, like I would have had to be back in school for like another year or something like that. So it was just too late. And I think about that from time to time, like how much fun that would have been to have like, I don't know, two or three of my friends and I just in some random country, Ireland, whatever the hell (laughs) for like six months and just be over there with no care in the world. And I always think about that, like, man, I wish I would, I really wish I would have done that. It like actually makes me mad when I think about it. That's a really good one. Yeah. I I think we've talked about this before too, where studying abroad wasn't as like popular when we were in college. It was sort of like a small group. You didn't know much about it. It seemed more educational than anything. And we know now how popular it is. My wife did it. And I, I, whenever I do think about it, I think that the same thing that boy, if, if it would be like it is today, I would certainly want to do that. Um, For me, it's mostly just like 80% of the decisions I made in college, just (laughs) regretting them. (laughs) Just not, um, not necessarily making the most of my time. I think in college, maybe uh, shaking it up a little bit more. I would think I think it was a little too straight and narrow looking at the path ahead, maybe a little boring at times. But I think uh, I think, yeah, I think a lot of decisions I made in college were were regrettable looking back. (laughs) I had less of the straight, narrow mindset in college and i still have re- decisions i regret dan so it kind of <laughs> either way you go um path in the middle <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i don't know this is kind of serious but not really uh i like i wish i would have because like i have an uh, online business now i wish i would have started it earlier and i don't know if this is kind of a cop out because like i ended up doing it but like i thought about doing something like what i'm doing now for years especially while working jobs right out of college that like i hated um and for whatever reason like i would try to do it and then just like not be consistent with it and quit or like think that you can't really like do build a business online or anything like that 
And I mean, obviously, as we see nowadays, like that's the way to build a business. So I feel like I would, I, I wish I would have started that earlier because then I feel like I would like where I think I'll be in five years, I'd be there right now. And I would love that. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. That's the first thing that comes to mind for me. Yeah. And I get that because I think about certain things just of the way that, um, I don't know, I guess the way technology kind of like worked out where like if you would have started here when no one knew what was going on and you were like the only one doing it, you know, and then where you'd be right now. I think about that a lot too. Yeah. I feel like we were back in the day more interested in like making each other laugh on social media as opposed to like, we could like, we're the social media generation. So we could have done something more impactful, but we, but we didn't, or we waited a long time. But we did, we did do stuff impactful. Well, here we are. We had a place (laughs) where we all could just say, God knows what, and nobody cared. And then the good old days. (laughs) (laughs) And then the old people showed up and it, it ended. Uh, From .edu to .com. And it just opened up a whole world of no good for everybody. (laughs) And I can't wait for whatever comes along like 15 to 20 years from now. And we can ruin it for our kids. Just wait, guys. Our time is coming. Can't wait. Can't wait. Well, what's up, guys? This is the Brunch Breakdown. DD out here in Los Angeles. Chris and Dan are in Pittsburgh today on the show. We've got some really fun topics here. We've got uh, our most hated songs subscription service. We're going to talk about that in a second. Keep with us. The death of the Choco Taco. Uh, Hulu is not going to have political ads on their uh, on on their streaming service. So we're going to talk about that as well. And so much more. Also, you know what we're listening to and what beers we're drinking. But Dan, let everybody know where they can find the brunch of breakdown. You can find it anywhere. Really can. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, search Brunch Breakdown. We are there. Uh, Hit follow, hit subscribe. Let those new episodes come to you. We've got new episodes each and every Wednesday, just about every week consistent with that. But every Wednesday, new episodes. Like I said, hit follow, hit subscribe. We have full video episodes as well that premiere on YouTube and our Facebook page at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, and available on demand on both of those channels anytime you want to watch. Uh, of course, we're on social media everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Triller, TikTok. One place we're not, and this is making me think of the thing I regret. I regret not standing up for Vine because Vine should still be around. <laughs> That's one thing I regret. Not yes. more in Vines. Yes. Vine should still be alive, ladies and gentlemen. It was the greatest thing on the planet. You can't find us there. You can't find anything on Vine anymore, unfortunately. But everywhere else at Brunch Breakdown, one of my regrets coming into my thought as we go through this. Uh, and of course, the Sounds of Brunch playlist. We give you what we're listening to every week. We give you two weeks full of what we're listening to on that playlist, updated each and every Friday, exclusively on Spotify. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, Chris, what are you sipping on, man? What's uh, it's Bruce Day? Let's go. Yeah, um, we're we're we got a theme here, boys, and this is the first one I tried. Uh, I think Jesus, oh, we saved it. Ooh, got it. I didn't see that. That was now it's going to be. That was an open. Come on, come on. fumble, risky. Explode. Explode. Interesting Explode. to open Explode. it now. Going to yeah. give it a second. Do you remember this? People said like tapping on it would make the carbonation go down. Do you remember that? My yeah. wife still does that. I'm like, you're doing nothing. Stop it. Is just, that just a habit? 
Yeah. Is that just like myth? Is it confirmed that that's myth? Has that been on Mythbusters yet? Have we figured this out? That's I'm going to Google question. it right now. It so. can't, right? It can't do enough. I remember vividly for a while, right? <laughs> and but then it's just like <laughs> if you also you just sit a can down for a while and then it won't explode. So right. <laughs> I remember my sister teaching me to do this when I was a kid. And she was like, yeah, it's, that's what you got to do. Actually, keep tapping it, Chris. Please keep doing it. Some people think (laughs) tapping the sides or the top of the can will break up the bubbles. But according to an article on chow.com, representatives from both Coke and Pepsi agree that the tapping method does not work. In fact, it actually adds energy to the can where you get sand to hit a bigger explosion. Yeah, it's like like dropping it, but just small, little by little (laughs) dropping it. All right. Amazing. I can't wait to take this information. Little drops in the bucket, little drops in the bucket. (laughs) I have another uh, crush worthy. This one is the orange and lemon. I've had this a couple times on the podcast. Once again, thank you, Ryan. Uh, How many calories? 105 calories. It's tasty. Beautiful. Shouts to Ryan. He's getting all the shout outs. It's not Ryan. It's Ryan. Send me beer. I'll talk about you. Love it. Well, boys, I am actually not drinking this week um, because I'm very busy. And when I'm very busy, that means I talk a lot. And so I have to chill out on my alcohol intake this week because I've just been talking a ton. So, you know, it's Duncan Hazelnut for me in this beautiful Cape Cod cup. I haven't been to Cape Cod in like a couple of years and I'd like really miss that place. So next year, though, next year. Get there. Get there. I like that. Okay. Um. This I've got a pretty special one this week, and one, Chris, that you will remember. Uh, you actually gave this to me, n- not this one. You gave me one of these. Honestly, it was, I think it was either last year or the year before that. I, I can't even remember anymore. It might have been last summer. You gave me one of these, and I had it shortly after, and it was so good. And I couldn't find one anywhere. But luckily, I've got people in the right places <laughs> that can find these things when they know Steel City Dan talks highly of them. This is from the good people at Untitled Art, Chris. Oh. You're very familiar with. Ooh. And this is the blue. And, and keep in mind, I am not the seltzer guy, but this is their blueberry banana smoothie seltzer yeah and holy shit i forgot (laughs) how great how great this is this is a brunch breakdown this is brunch breakdown in a can it really is blueberry blueberry banana smoothie seltzer and it actually almost has a little bit of a hint of maple in it too i noticed so it's almost like pancake like where you're really getting the brunch feel for a seltzer, it's she thick, she's smoothie. That's for <laughs> sure. Um, I think that's probably why I kind of like it a little bit. But it's like crazy flavorful. It's not clear. Um, you know what I mean? You can see the color. You can't see through it. So it's not like most of the other garbage seltzers that are out there. But it is still 5%. Okay. Probably going to get a little more calories. As you know what? That's the cost of that's the cost of flavor, ladies and gentlemen. That's often the cost of flavor, and I will never doubt anything that Untitled Art does for any reason because this one is a gem. I like that, 
anything from Untitled Art that has the word smoothie in it, you should drink it. I've got, I've got people, I've got boots on the ground looking, <laughs> looking out for them. Yes, better believe it. <laughs> nice boots on the ground looking for it. Oh my god! <laughs> well, boys, cheers. Cheers. Happy Bruce Day. Getting nutty for that hazelnut over there. Oh my god, guys! I have a good one for I. I have a great one for next week. I was very excited about it this week, but uh, I had to slow myself okay. down. So, all right, yeah. So, voice is acting weird, and I got things to do. So, got to do it. Well, uh, Dan, let's just continue with you, man. Uh, what's what's going on in the world of Dan Kanop? Get it off your chest, sir. You know, that's a perfect segue into this because as uh, you fellows know, and most people know, I am a, uh, a, a an enormous wrestling fan, fan of the WWE in particular. You know, we'll, we'll watch some of the other independent circuits, AEWs and the such, but I've been a big WWE fan for a long, long time. And if you've seen the news at all lately in the past couple of weeks, WWE has made quite a bit of news and usually, mostly not for the right reasons uh that mostly being centered around chairman owner ceo all the above vince mcmahon walking away from the company that his father built and he took to unbelievable heights calling it quits some people could say out of nowhere but not necessarily so he's been a part of wwe since 1953 um turned it into a billion dollar company traded on the new york stock exchange uh we wouldn't have hulk hogan and the rock and stone cold steve austin and john cena and batista wouldn't be in all your marvel movies ladies and gentlemen if it wasn't for vince mcmahon the undertaker um but he has thrown every bit of good that he has done for that company for the wrestlers people behind the stage all the good that he has done he has completely thrown it out the window. He's never been really known as a good human being, but it came into very clear proof this week and over the last few weeks uh, where word came out that he allegedly paid over $14 million to various women from 2006 to 2022 to keep them silent over alleged affairs and misconduct he had with these women working for WWE. Make no mistake about it, that son of a bitch was forced to step away. Uh, there's independent investigations going on. It's going to get nasty, but brighter days are ahead. His daughter, Stephanie McMahon, is now uh, a chairwoman and co-CEO. Uh, you fellows know Triple H. He's now basically running the show. So what you see on Raw, what you see on SmackDown is going through a sane mind by, uh, by Triple H. So... The future's never been brighter. It seems like a dark, clouded day for WWE and their fans. But you know what? Most of us are saying, good riddance, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. We don't need you. <laughs> yeah, it's been bad. It's been really bad. And especially yeah. when, the, when the story broke that he had paid off and that he paid off the women and stuff. And then he went on Raw like the next day. He basically was clowning people because he hasn't he doesn't go on raw anymore. He doesn't play like a character. Um, he really doesn't. It's very rare. And he came out the next day and the week after that and the week after that for these short segments, just like not mentioning anything. It was a terrible, terrible look. He was kind of just like clowning 
the situation. So he certainly uh, is getting what he deserved uh, being kind of forced out of this situation. And in fact, I tell you that, you know, it's dark cloud, but brighter days ahead. WWE stock went up quite a bit on Monday after all this news <laughs> came down that Vince is out. So people are optimistic and uh, very positive looking forward. It's uh yeah, very, very strange situation. Dan, what is, like, if you had to relate the AEW to the WWE, but, like, let's use college football. If WWE is the SEC, what is AEW like, like the, the MAC, the Sun Belt? Like, what is AEW? Uh, that's a good question and a tricky one because it's a Division Two. No, well, because AEW is, yeah, they are smaller. They're they're certainly much smaller, and they're not like competing ratings for ratings with WWE. They're they're not, but they're they're building as a threat. So I'm trying to think of a conference that has. I'm, I'm hearing right I'm now hearing, none of them do. I'm hearing Wake Forest is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to think of a conference that has like as is small, but is has some momentum building, and I don't know. Oh, yeah, that. that's not happening in college right? football. <laughs> 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 like, maybe the it was the ACC years ago when the Big East kind of folded, and they got, uh, you know, all those ACC teams pit, Boston College, Miami, they started. Maybe that was kind of building that steam, but, you know, AEW is the first legitimate threat to WWE since WCW, but it is not on the same level they're still not there honestly they'll probably never get there uh it's cool what they're doing but in the end they're just not equals but it is for the first time in a long time and uh a company that is at least taking some viewership and money away from from wwe but they'll never they're never be able to especially now they're never never overtake them with vince out of the picture i can tell you that (laughs) So it's the old Big East then. That's what it is. That's what you just described. Okay. okay. It's the old Big East in football, not in in basketball, in football, where like, you know, you had lots of great teams that would show up and then they never really did what you thought they were going to do. And they they weren't going to win a national championship, but they were like, there's something there. Yeah. They became the AAC. And then yeah. like UCF was really good and they said they were the best, but like nobody actually took it serious. <laughs> yeah. This is beautifully done now. And yes. like top to bottom, it's never going to be that you're lucky if you have one show up each. Yeah. That's what yeah. you described. Yeah. Like, it's and one fun. of their ones. Yeah. One of their ones, Cody Rhodes actually left AEW. One of the founders of the company left and is now in WWE. So. Okay. UCF <laughs> is going to the big 12, like next year. This is, this, this is what it is. This is yeah. what it is. Well, Perfect. glad we worked that out guys. Yes. Yeah. Nice yes. work. Well done. And uh, <laughs> speaking of wrestling adjacent things, um, the rock and the XFL. Have you guys seen the commercials for this? No, no, <laughs> guys, I- I'll watch anything that The Rock does. Like, I'm 1000% all in on the XFL to watch one minute of the first game because I am going to watch every <laughs> single thing that leads up to it. They went to, um, they had like a black college, like workout day, such like tryout situation or whatever. And the way they shot this thing was like, wow. 
you guys have a lot of money. Like, they <laughs> shot this thing like it was a movie. And then I'm watching The Rock on SportsCenter, him and like the co-founder who he's known since he went to Miami. And they're both talking. And it's just like, oh, my God, I am ready to run through a wall. And he's like, I wore number 54 because I'm these guys. There's 53 men on the NFL roster. I was always number 54. That's what these guys are. They're number 54 and they think they have no shot. That's what the XFL is all about. And I'm like, you know, motherfucker, let's go. XFL, (laughs) let's go. And just the rock is just talking like the rock. And I'm just like, and just the way it's shot so beautiful. And I'm like, this is I am. I'm all in. On the XFL. I will watch anything that The Rock does. Like Kevin Hart and him doing the this whatever they're doing, this pet superhero animated movie yeah. or whatever. All of the press they're doing makes me want to go see this movie. They're not even in the movie. <laughs> I want to go see it. I will watch anything The Rock does. It is honestly the most amazing thing that he is just he's got this superhero movie coming out called Black Adam that I will absolutely go see. Like he's it's just it's wild. Like I will watch anything The Rock does. And I don't even know how to explain it or describe it. It's just, he's just him. And it's amazing. Our future president, President Johnson. Dude, I'm voting for him. <laughs> I could say I won't, you know, another celebrity. But then when it comes down yeah. to it, I'm like, him or Bernie again? What are we doing? He's <laughs> <laughs> all in on XFL. Uh, until they kick off and then you see whoever the hell is the starting quarterback. And then he's like, no, nah, I'm done. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why I said all the way up until I'm watching. Ev- I will have all the XFL content. I will consume it all, all of it, dude. That's what I argue is like uh, wh- when I was watching the USFL, like the reality show about the USFL was so much better than the games. And if the XFL does a documentary, I will watch the doc. I will probably not watch every football game, but like that's what they need that like story behind the game to pull people in because we've got enough games. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited for the XFL. They've got some big name head coaches. The coaches need to be mic'd up. Uh, Bob Stoops, Wade Phillips, Heinz Ward, Rod Woodson. Heinz like, Ward is a head coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. The San yeah. Antonio team. So I'm all on board on San Antonio. That's my team. They, although Rod Woodson's hard not to root for either. So uh, yeah, it's it's going to be it's gonna be fascinating. And they pull out. They're not in major markets anymore. They're not in New York. They're not in LA. They're not in Chicago. They didn't do well there. So they're in other cities. They announced their cities this past week. And so I think they're going to be cooler with, they They also said that they don't have logos and, you know, mascot names and things like that yet. Cause I think they're taking it way more seriously now. So it's not just like some random clip art that you could come up with anywhere <laughs> that we've seen in F- XFL and USFL in the past. I hope it's going to be more creative. So let's go. Yeah. February 18th, baby. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, the Heinz Ward coaching decision. I'm like, I don't, I, I, why? Like, <laughs> but whatever. Anyways, I had to get that off my chest. Chest shouts to the uh, XFL. I like it. Um, boys, I had something planned, and then you guys wanted me to go a different direction. So I'm going to say both of them, and you can respond to whatever you want, and I'll make it as quick as I can. Um, I am number one. What I was going to say, and I guess what I am saying is it has there ever been a more hilarious moment in professional sports than Kyler Murray 
signing a monstrosity of a contract only for all of us to find out that part of his contract is he has to do homework. I think that is one of the funniest things to ever happen in professional sports. Item number two, when I told Dan and Didi this, uh, they demanded we talk more about it. Um, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, at really my, my wife's uh, demand, I turned off all notifications to everything on my phone. And boys, take a moment to thank Katie Lynn Gates because that decision has changed my life. This is the way to live. This is like how people lived before phones, like before cell, before smartphones, we lived that life for a very short period of time, but we were still getting texts in and stuff like that. Like no notifications. Think about it. It's a beautiful thing. I'm loving it. Your thoughts. Uh, my, I have more of questions. Uh, question, question one. Um, is there ever a time where you're not getting, you, you, you didn't get something in the time that it came in, a notification, a text message, an email, whatever, that you were like, damn, this, this, this was bad. This was back. I, I should have seen this hours ago and understandably so. I wasn't distracted by it at the time. Uh, no, I will say the, the, the one um, exception is I have put, everybody in my family, like they're, they are not muted from notifications. So I get notified if Katie or my parents or my sister texts me. Uh, but other than that, but not the brunch breakdown. That's what Didi, yes. that's what you were going to say, Didi, right there. I have nothing I can not say of you of importance. No, I'm good. Nah, nothing you can miss from me. Nothing you can listen. miss from Dan. No. Nah. Listen, guys. Listen, listen, listen to me right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell me, tell me where I am in the pecking order of something happens and you need help. Where where does Chris Gates land in that list? That's a good question. Um, it's not. It's not uh, top ten. So that's why got, you guys aren't I've got brunch breakdown pinned. I've got the. I've got you boys pinned. You guys are pinned. pinned. Off the text text profile. You're you pinned. got. I have you guys pinned. I have you guys pinned. I do not have your notifications on, and that's because I know I'm not your top ten. So if something bad happens and you need to reach out to somebody, I know you're not reaching out to me. So I don't worry about that. Yeah, but what if something good happens? That's cool. I'll see it eventually. No, I don't want you to see it three hours later. Why? I demand to be put in the notifications. Like, I demand. <laughs> yeah, Katie demanded your like, notifications be This is off. bullshit. Demand. <laughs> I demand to be put in the people who get a notification. I understand everybody doesn't need one. Like, you know, sorry, Pete. You don't get one. I get one. (laughs) No, you see, you just mentioned the danger of this. If I start to add people that aren't family, then they people think I'm playing favorites. People, hold on. I'm not people. (laughs) That's the thing. Like you're saying, I understand what you're doing here, but like I'm not people. Dan's not people. We're not just people. Like we're family. At least that's yeah. what I thought that you were to me, <laughs> but I guess whatever, you know. Well, well, how long ago did you start this? A couple weeks? It's been about you two said? weeks. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm willing to put $1,000 on the line that you don't make it two weeks through college football season with that turned off still. 
Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> that's all. That's all. I needed. Well, that reaction was all I needed. <laughs> we'll see what happens. And you I negotiate uh, that maybe there's a little bit of flexibility during. You know, that I time. do not. I do not miss the notifications. Like in all seriousness, like. <sighs> my like because I, I had them pushed to my my watch too oh, and it was God. just constant mm. like i i have at least one social media post a day that does pretty well and so it's like hundreds of notifications on like likes and comments and stuff like that you're always looking at it and then uh on top of that like email on top of that text on top of that i, I don't know it's just like it got to be way too much. It got to be to a point where I was like trying to to focus and do work for both of my jobs. And I was just constantly being like pulled in this direction or that direction or this direction. It just became too much, man. Like to the point where I couldn't get anything done. So had to had to make a change. And I like it. I like less noise. I was about to say in all seriousness, but like that would take away from the fact that I I was being serious when I was talking about being added to your notifications. So I don't want to take away from that, but I don't have notifications on, on my phone other than text messages. That's the only notification that comes to my phone. That's it. And it's been like that for ever because I use Twitter so much. And so I remember when I first got Twitter and I had a smartphone, like with Twitter and it was like notifications, like people coming up, it's like, I don't care what this person's thought is. That's not how I think of Twitter. I just, put stuff out there and then freaking it goes. Like, I'm not a replier. I don't do all that stuff. And it's the same thing with like Instagram and anything else. Like I don't have any notifications on. I think the Uber notifications are on. And that's just mm-hmm. because when I use Uber, I need to know when the person's at my house. But like, if not, I don't get bothered by it. But yeah, I don't have notifications on. I don't know how people, you know, cause I'll look over at somebody's phone, like at work or whatever. And I just see, and I'm like, how are you doing this? Like, I can't do that. Like, I just, my, no, I just, I, but I hate, I hate the sound. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. I hate the sounds. I hate all of it. And I've hated it forever. Like, I mean, it's been, I mean, I don't, ever since I've had a smartphone, I don't think I've ever had notifications on like that, except text messages. That's it. I don't particularly love them either. They're extremely distracting. Uh, one huge unfortunate part about my job is that I don't really have the ability to to mute a lot of them um, <laughs> because I need to know exactly when things happen or if a message comes in. You know, we've got uh, different things listed that have an automatic, you know, response that's required within a certain amount of period of time that we have people messaging us on Facebook that I have to keep on. I got to keep on uh, Facebook for that reason. I do have. Twitter's adjusted a little bit so I don't get them too often. And then I have some other ones. I think you can like set when you receive the notifications on, but it is, it's, 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 it's too much. It's too much. I don't love the overabundance of notifications. I don't think I could go as far as going all of them off minus a few people. It sounds refreshing. In fact, I love that on vacation. That's why I love like taking cruises. It's like, sorry, nothing. I got, I got nothing out there. So it is, I do at least like doing that from, uh, from time to time or going on, uh, do not disturb mode is a refreshing few hours away from it all. And, and like for the posts for like my business and stuff, <clears throat> I say I post so much content and like, if I'll, if I'm in the past would make a post and then I wouldn't see notifications start to roll in, it would like make me feel worse 
about that period of time because like I wasn't getting like a response and that's not good for anybody's mental health. So uh, it's a positive. I even, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I don't, maybe, maybe college football season will change something, Dan. I don't know, but I'm, I'm enjoying less. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. You need that notification that uh, so-and-so and so-and-so are headed to quintuple overtime and uh, <laughs> you got to get to a TV, baby. That's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. <laughs> Wow! I'm, One step I'm, from a flip phone. I'm very pissed. I can't Get wait to talk disconnected. To <laughs> I'm very pissed about this whole thing. But anyway, <laughs> we shall move on. Okay, uh, Chris, you brought up uh, in the group chat um, how to get rid of. How much would you pay to get rid of songs that you hate the most? Yes. Why did you think of this? I have no idea. Um, I really don't have any clue as to why I thought of this. It just popped into my head. And Didi framed it very nicely in his response. And he said, so like, basically this is like Spotify in reverse where like, instead of paying to have access to all the music you love, you're paying to block out that music that you hate. And so that's the idea. It's like a yearly subscription to tune out that song or those songs that you absolutely despise. Man. Interesting. My God. What song, Chris, would you pay? And how much would you pay? So I had a a number of songs uh, listed. The number one song, (laughs) I hope this doesn't make people mad. The number one song that I cannot stand. And I thought about this from like the perspective of like, what's a vibe killer? Like normally when you're out with like your friends or something like that at a party, drinking, whatever, um, there's a song that comes on and like, it gets a lot of people excited or hyped up, but it makes you just like, oh. And I feel like I've had so many of those moments in the past. Um, this, This song from a professional standpoint is a song that I have heard so many damn times that I can't, I just can't, I can't have it as part of my life anymore. It drives me crazy when it comes on. That song is the Cupid shuffle. I absolutely hate when that song comes on. Um, I had to dance to it like daily for years working uh, at Radio Disney. So I think that's part of it. And I just think in general, there are better line dances too. So that's, that's the song that I came up with. And like, I had trouble with putting a price on it. I'm really interested to hear your guys' prices because I thought about, how, okay, well, how, how many times do I hear that? Like what, what's worth, you know, paying a certain amount of money per listen? I don't know. Um, but like in a pre-COVID world, I feel like I was at enough weddings and happy hours and bars and stuff like that where it came on a decent amount. Because like people get drunk and they love to hear that song and do this, this stupid little <laughs> dance. So I, I don't I haven't nailed down I haven't nailed down the the money yet. Um, but if you're talking about like over a year, like I th- I think. I, like a thousand dollars i would pay to not have to hear that song every year so Ooh. steep 
That's some serious hatred because that also like I helps mean, me when I go to anybody's wedding, it's automatically on their do not playlist. Like they get what, you know, like that, that, that helps me enjoy a lot more situations than you think about. Hmm. Dude, uh, you know what it is for me. And I actually, there's a couple, uh, country roads is one of them. That was if on my I list. Never on my list. country roads again. I'm good ever again. I don't like that song. I don't think it's good. And if it's playing, it means I, I'm just annoyed. And also to add to that list, Sweet Caroline, both of those songs, <laughs> because it either means I'm with you guys and you guys are singing it really loud and it's just like this songs annoying or it means I'm around people that I went to college with or at home and then they're just going to scream each shit pit as if there's a football game happening right there. And it honestly kills my vibe because whatever was happening before, just it, it's like, oh, this was fun. And then now it turned into a football game. I'm good. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm not at a football game. I'm I'm good. So, yeah, if I never heard those two songs, I would pay. Oh, I'd pay. Yeah. Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred a year. Yeah, hundred bucks a month to know that I will never run into any of those songs ever again. Like, I'm good. I don't want either of them in my life. Wow. You guys got some steep prices. Well, I'm glad we're all on the same page as Country Roads. That was, as soon as you came up with this topic, right away, that's the one, no doubt about it. I was thinking, like, you know, $200 a year, but well, I'll do whatever it takes, really. Any situation, though. You got to understand any situation. Yeah. Is that not enough? It's not gonna play for you. Yeah, I don't think too. I don't think that's enough because a year for the you're rest thinking of about my life though. But it's just like what Chris said. You go to a wedding, you know you're not gonna hear it. Like if I go you to go a wedding, to the- anybody at home, I'm not gonna hear Sweet Caroline or or Country Roads. And that yeah. ends every West Virginia wedding, by the way. Didn't end mine like that. People thought it was coming. I was like, guys, it ain't coming. It ain't coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I'd I'd be willing to go uh, up higher than that. Um, this was kind of random for me. Uh, Big Yellow Taxi by Counting Crows. Uh, <laughs> Pave Paradise and put up a parking lot. Might sound familiar. <laughs> on and on, it seems. Oh, I can't. Even, I don't even want to sing it. It makes me cringe. And it's because <laughs> that is that's a at a headline spot for grocery store music festival. <laughs> and when I used to work in a grocery store. When I was a kid and as an adult, that song was on constantly in it. It honestly, it, it makes me just, I just get so, gr- I'm disgusted by it. I hate that. I can't even come up with the words. That song, and nothing against the Count of Crows, but that song is just trash. So that, that'd be a big price tag, you know, 500 bucks a year if I never have to walk into a grocery store or when we put on the grocery store music festival. Um that's it's not on the list. They can't. Play I can it. picture like being in the grocery store, walking through an aisle, hearing that song that I never yeah. put that together. But yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have any other ones, Chris? Um. So, yeah, I do. I <laughs> I'm just like, like, of course. 
Cotton Eye Joe. Oh, wow. I, I, I love that when I was a kid, um, really don't need it now. Really don't need it now. Um, I don't know the name of this song. I probably should have looked it up and I know Dan's not going to like this. Um, that panic at the disco song that I fucked in with haven't you people ever heard of that song. I hate that song. I, I absolutely hate that song. Um, I think it like, and I have memories of being at a bar and that comes on and people are like losing their minds to it. I'm just like, I, what are, what are we doing here? Uh, I don't like that song. And then like pretty much anything Gwen Stefani has done post the time they were a ska band uh, that, that also was on my list. Cause I can't stand her music. Wow. wow. Haymakers from Chris. Jesus Christ. No holla bad girl around old Chris. Panic too. Like I, I don't need do. to spell God. bananas 72 times Damn. at happy hour. Thank you. Gwen. This guy. I don't want to be on your notifications anymore. You can. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Jeez. Oh, God. Um, Dude. Wow. Whoa. Uh, add the national anthem to my list, too. I don't need to hear that anymore. Neither does anybody else. <laughs> I'll pay 1200 bucks. I'll damn near pay 1200 bucks a month to not hear that song ever again. The other one's just throwing. It's just, I, I don't need to hear it anymore. It's not a good song. It's been played for a billion years. Like, I, we got other songs about America that are good. Miley Cyrus made one. Like, let's go. I would pay double that number, DD, to have every time the national anthem played, have it replaced with the anthem by Good Charlotte. I would pay double to have that happen. Dude. I would love for it to be replaced by Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. It's a song about America. We all love it. What? Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, this is a little tangent. Dance Awards. So um, this is a little Dance Awards tangent right now. So they Best Dancer Dance Off, uh, it's like this huge like freestyle competition between all the best dancers of the competition, right? It's like 11, 10, however many people there are. And the last song for the Senior Boys was uh, All I Do Is Win. And you would think when the hands go up, they would do some crazy flip or some crazy freestyle. No, their hands just went up like they were putting their hand on their heart for the national anthem or the Pledge of Allegiance. I was like, this is wild to me that it's just like everyone in the crowd, everyone in there, they're all just, please, please rise for the singing of DJ Khaled's. Like what? <laughs> I was like, this is incredible. That's another song. I would love to replace that. All I do is win. Obviously, I didn't realize until that moment. That's another song that everyone respects. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a billion years old. But yeah. <laughs> um, another one that's not as high on my list, but I'd probably pay, you know, $150 a year. Um, just because it doesn't happen here play that often, but fight song by Rachel Platten. Is oh. is and was and forever will be oh. a, a horrible, horrible, horrible song. Horrible song. He's <laughs> gonna throw up. <laughs> so, I hate that song so much. Um, anything by Uncle Cracker. The entire catalog. Uh, <laughs> name your price. Name blank check. <laughs> um, 
anything by Uncle Cracker. Um, this one might be probably not as popular. I don't know if it's as bad as, you know, painting at the disco, but uh, chicken fried. Don't eat it. Don't mm-hmm. eat it anymore. That one's a that one's a heavy price tag. Thousand dollars a year. In fact, you guys know me. I pay, I don't know, five thousand dollars a year for the rest of my life if I never had to hear a country song ever again. Um, <laughs> just, just at all of them. Just all of them. You know, you know, that's I'd be willing to pay five thousand dollars a year for the rest of my life, never again. At a zero. I don't care. You'll you'll get the check. Checks in the mail. All I wanted to do was get rid of one song. Dan's trying to rid the world of a genre. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> Price is going to have to go up. came off, it's like, all right. Let's <laughs> do you know how many country songs there are? $5,000? That is not going to cut it, Dan. It's not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> yeah. $5,000. You think you're going to get away with that? No, Dan. No. But it is going to be weird, though, when we're together somewhere and one of these songs play. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, man. Found to happen. Did like Dan, is Dan on tough times? He didn't tell anybody? Like, why is yeah. chicken fried playing right now? Like, what's yeah. that? That's what's happen. Well, at least we know, well, at least we're on the same page with, with Country Roads. That's the one song where we can all get yeah. the hell out of there together, right? We can all turn yeah. off that notification together, ignore it. Yeah. In fact, there's a West Virginia commercial going around Western Pennsylvania. Like, they're trying to bring us down there. Um, and it's just like a, like a soft over. humming it's version down. it's right like, it's literally right there like it's over it's down it's we gotta go so you gotta go man. south 79 That's south like over south. Right there. Yeah, <laughs> well to you care. yes it's like <laughs> your right direction there. yeah it's not you go through it and you down. miss it you're in ohio like you're saying um, <laughs> down is a lot it's right there <laughs> <laughs> but and it's a humming version of the song and it'll come on i'll note it right away and my, it'll, i'll put it on mute and shane will be like what are you doing and i'll be like you know what song they're playing? Like, oh. So we just listen to the song in silence. That's all it is. Commercial in silence. Just wild and wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my. All right. Well, let's go to uh, Choco Taco. R.I.P. The Choco Taco. It's over. And guess what? I never liked it. <laughs> I am not a fan of the Choco Taco. All this love for the Choco Taco this last couple days. I'm like, I guys, I didn't know you guys all loved it this much because me, I am not a fan. No. Get out of here. It was never huge for me either. It was good. I honestly could count how many I had on them in my entire life on one hand. Um, I think there were just better options. And clearly, America and the rest of the world has caught on to that, saying that there are better options because that's what Klondike is saying, is that there's been an quote, unprecedented spike in demand for different Klondike products over the past two years, which means y'all just didn't buy enough. Y'all didn't buy enough. And so they're like, bottom of the list, bottom of the list, bottom of the list. 40 years they've been making that thing. (laughs) You know what's really scary? I was just reading the article on it and it said, uh, it's been in production since 1983. And in the headline, it said 40 years. I'm like, that's not 40 years ago. And I'm like, oh no. (laughs) I'm like that's not that. I'm like that's way shorter. Oh shit! Yes, it is. So, kind of a scary moment in reading that. But I don't know. Future generations going to be lost. I don't. I don't know. It was a staple. Staple for a long time. R.I.P. My initial reaction was just like, 
Dan's eating all these weird foods. Why is he not supporting Choco Taco? Like, this is your fault. I don't, I think this is squarely on you. And I think you should, before they stop, before Choco Tacos are no longer, you should have to eat one of them on the brunch breakdown uh, as penance for your failures here. Well, this is then all of our fault because brunch court is all about new, creative, weird foods that people are coming out with. So if Klondike is going to come out with a mac and cheese Klondike, I'm going to have to try it. I'm supporting that. So again, unprecedented spike in demand for other Klondike products. They thought too much outside the box and they left they left their captain out to dry and fell to the bottom of the list. That's all it was. They have these like squeeze pouch Klondike things now. What are you doing? That's not you. Stay in your zone. This is what that's when you lose you lose the Choco Taco as a result. It's just not right. And if people weren't buying Choco Tacos in the past two years, then that means they just didn't want them. Like <laughs> honestly. <true. laughs> I mean, of what any time did... period in the last 40 years, the yeah. last two years, that should have seen a spike up, like, not down. Yeah. What didn't we buy during the pandemic? And if you weren't buying something during the pandemic, then that means you just didn't want it. So nobody wants the Choco Taco. R.I.P. Choco Taco. R.I.P. We talked we talked about this. I heard this must have been last year, some other product that also maybe it was when it was about restaurants closing and how they give it they give no notice, like no sign for help. Like put out a help notification. <laughs> help. We're we're drowning here. And I bet you they would have flooded the market. I guarantee you that's what people need to give out the call for help sign and say, hey, listen, everybody, Choco Taco is in the ER right now on life support. And if we don't do something about it, it's gone forever. And I guarantee you they would have flooded inflation. Who gives a shit? People would have bought up those Choco Tacos and it would have been saved. I guarantee it. That's that's a very good point, Dan. And thank you for bringing it up. I think like as we dig deeper into this topic, um, I don't think Klondike has done the Choco Taco any favors at all. It's almost like they wanted to get rid of the Choco Taco for years now, because think like let's tie this back into college football. Why has there never been the Choco Taco Bowl like that's going to sell you Choco Tacos? Instantly, I know who Bad Boy Mowers is now because they hosted the Gasparilla Bowl. Okay, I'm familiar with the San Diego County Credit Union, and I don't live in San Diego, but they hosted the Poinsettia Bowl. Get us a Choco Taco Bowl. I bet you revive the interest. You just haven't done anything to stir up some interest. Post on TikTok, Klondike. Come on. Wow. This may need to start a trend. When there is some like beloved thing like the Choco Taco, you should let people know when it's bad. Like when, when things are going bad, it's like, yo, let us know. Wow. If people knew the Choco Taco were on life support, like if we had a PSA by the rock, I would have went and yeah. bought a Choco Taco. I don't even like them. It's just <laughs> whatever we talk about in the first five minutes, we just always circle back to it the whole episode. I love it. <laughs> it's true. Unintentional, but it's amazing that we do. But honestly, give out the sign for help. Restaurants, some, when your favorite restaurant closes out of nowhere, you had no idea. You tell me if you didn't know that, that you wouldn't be there every stinking day trying to save that place. Same with the Choco Taco. Same with any 
unique and delicious item from your childhood, from your current, whatever. Get out the PSA, get whatever it is. Send the message, give the warning signs, people. We are, we can help you. This, these people, this country and this world can help you out. You just got to communicate better. Wow. Good cry. Hashtag save Choco Taco. <laughs> save our foods. all right let's get into what we're listening to boys all righty so uh chris what you got what you listening to man um i just found a new band like literally two days ago nice and i'm super excited about it so the rolling stones (laughs) (laughs) the band is called no pressure and they actually put out a self-titled uh ep earlier this year and it's like they 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 bring me a type of energy from pop punk that i feel like we're kind of lacking and i don't want that to sound like i think this new wave of pop punk is bad because i really do enjoy it but like there is a certain level of like energy you can get when you have the right mixture of double time drums and the and the right with pairing that with vocals and um I'm I'm just getting it from these guys tenfold. I, I absolutely love what I'm listening to. So I'm going to throw some of their music on the playlist um, this week. They they a band they remind me a lot of is the story so far. So uh, have a listen. I'm interested to hear what you guys think. But I'm really really excited about these guys. Sweet Dan, go nice. for it. Yeah. Um, how did we? missed this last week it's not that i didn't hear this song it's not that i'm sure you guys didn't hear the song why was it on the playlist i mean freaking hello easy lover by ellie golding and big sean are you (laughs) kidding me i don't know how we skipped over this one that's e us um but ellie golding she's back baby she makes her return and this is just it's a perfect jam it's dancey it's upbeat it has an absolutely addicting chorus, uh, an incredible verse by Big Sean. And I hope we've got the motion rolling where we're going to get a lot of Ellie Golding coming up and she's going to have a big year, an album, whatnot, because we haven't heard much from her really since 2020. So love this song. Easy lover. Ellie Golding, Big Sean. Uh, this goes to another one that I don't know how we skipped over. Uh, obviously, Chris's favorite group now. Uh, Panic at the Disco. <laughs> middle of a breakup holy yep. shit is that song great and very relatable to anyone who's ever been having sex in the middle of a breakup makeup sex in the middle of a breakup is the perfect thing to scream <laughs> in a song because <laughs> one when you're doing that it is the most frustrating thing in the world because one of you guys are one of you guys don't like each other <laughs> so one of you's in love one of you is absolutely not and just using you know whatever so and i've been on both sides of that fun part but it's just wild when you're yelling in the song and it's just the song is just perfect and it's just a great song i love relatable situations that i don't have to deal with anymore <laughs> makeup sex in the middle of a breakup by painting at the disco fucking fire song yes all right i'll i'll, I'll give it a try i'll give it a try dd <laughs> Um, number two for me, I don't really know how to pronounce this song and, and, and Tumbra and Tumbra. It's for the band Grayscale. I love Grayscale. Uh, they put out a new single this past week. 
Um, I love their albums, Adornment, Nella Vita. I really love the direction Grayscale has been going over the last like three to five years. So I'm excited to see. I mean, I think this is the beginning of uh, more releases from them, um, but I'm super excited about it. And they're actually going to be in Pittsburgh on Friday. What What is Spirit Hall, Dan? Where is that? Do you, has that, have uh, you been there before? Yes, Uncle Chris. Um, it's in Lawrenceville. Um, <laughs> it is a venue in Lawrenceville where young people go and there's bands there sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, ne- it's a cool it's a it's a cool little venue. It is. It's it's bar most during the week and then occasional concert venue uh, on the weekends from time to time. They have some decent size acts obviously grayscale coming in there on uh on friday so yeah cool little venue nice uh good pizza there too good pizza check it out nice <laughs> you're up Dan. uh the next one up for me is speaking of returns i just talked about ellie golding uh the mac attack is back jack macklemore let's go <laughs> macklemore and tones and i because sure why not release a song called chant um it kind of starts on the slower side because you're like, well, what are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? But then it picks up. You get that kind of classic Macklemore uh, rapping style, and it seems like it's likely leading to a new album from him. I don't think anything's been announced yet, um, but it would be, guys, it would be the first if he comes out with an album this year or maybe early 2023. But assuming it's this year, it would be Macklemore's first full length album since 2017 five years since he was released a full-length album he's had an ep and a couple of singles but that's it which is wild and what's even more wild and this will make you feel old too uncle chris the heist the album that made macklemore is 10 years old this year so throwing it back to thrift shop 10 years old now but new macklemore with tones and i chant check it out dude the reason i know that is old the heist because i didn't know what year you were gonna say but i was like i remember saying to chris when he picked me up or no wait we i think we were we were either in vegas or in portland one of the two and i said to you i was like dude you gotta listen to this song and it was thrift shop and that's when chris lived in fucking oregon (laughs) yeah so that's how old that album is that's insane yeah i know because i was like you gotta listen to this song (laughs) yeah wow wow (laughs) seriously all right um i got one from uh artist i just found uh recently fig fig check out fig in the song bing bong love song fig bing bong love song Bing bong. Okay, hang on, hang on. It sounds like you're making fun of me because fig sounds like big pig, and whatever you just said, the name of it sounds like yeah, yeah, yeah ding dong. So, <laughs> what's going on here? Oh, <laughs> something suspicious. It all comes full circle, then. All comes back around. It sounds like I'm going to love it. I can't wait. <laughs> Listen to it. Fig. Bing bong love song. Check it out. I, I don't know how to follow that one up, but I'll try um, for our, our reverse Spotify topic. I did a little bit of research just to see like, what are some of the most hated songs of all time? Um, 
And I came across a BuzzFeed article that argued that Nookie is actually the worst written song of all time. So let's put it on the playlist this week. Which I never really like dug into the musicianship yeah. of Nookie. <laughs> but that's an interesting take. Okay. Yeah. Let's put I mean, it on. Just singing it in my head right now, which of course I know every word. I'm like, this really yeah. isn't a good song. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you can listen this week and be the judge. All right. There you go. Let us know at Rub's Breakdown. Um, so we, you each just talked about an artist that you discovered recently. I did as well. Um, an indie pop group out of Nashville called Arlie, and they've actually got quite a decent following. Um, they just released their full length album a couple weeks ago called Break the Curse. And their hit single landline is what I'm going to put on the playlist this week. It's uh, got an upbeat melody, really solid vocals. Um, and it's a re- just a really catchy song from somebody I never heard of before. So landline by Arlie, check them out. I am honestly surprised that you even listen to people who are from Nashville. I figured you automatically <laughs> were just like, nope. Luckily I knew that afterwards. Yeah. Luckily I found that out after I listened to the song because or else they'd be on that write them off list can't do it (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right uh last one here um it's beyonce week guys beyonce's album comes out on friday and i wanted to throw a beyonce song on here upgrade you from beyonce's b-day album from 2006 2006 beyonce's been in our lives (laughs) for like 30 years guys it's kind of wild like pretty wild that people still care about an album coming out from somebody who's been around since 95 wild yeah she's insane since like middle school man dude yeah her and her and keenan thompson i feel like are the only people (laughs) who have continually made entertained me since 1995 i don't know who else has consistently stayed in my life for that long like i don't know who like it's, it's them two Oh, See, those, now, th- those two and uh, Joe Buck. Uh, <laughs> Joe Buck. All right. Well, that's the brunch breakdown. Um, <laughs> See, now, if Beyonce was like, hey, guys, um, I don't feel like making music anymore. You're going to go Choco Taco on that. And you're going to all of a sudden buy up every album. She'd be never one on iTunes forever. She'd be like, you still need me. You still want me. I'm here. Let's go. Break my soul. I mean, take a lesson, people. That's it right there make sure you uh follow the sounds of brunch playlist on spotify and listen to the brunch breakdown everywhere and tell a friend and we're out